This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast here. Courtney. Derek here. Charlie Knapp here. And Jason Beckerman. We're going to start things off with Kanye West. Uh, Obviously, another day, another saga for Kanye, right? He's now under investigation for allegedly punching an autograph seeker um, maybe twice uh, in the face, knocking him to the ground. There's video that TMZ obtained and broke on the website showing the photographer, the, the, uh, the autograph hound, sorry, laid out on the sidewalk his photos uh, that he wanted signed, spread out, obviously in a great deal of pain. LAPD is looking into exactly what happened, but it really seems that Kanye sort of came unglued for a minute here. There's video that TMZ got, uh, and it has Kanye in the immediate aftermath of the incident screaming at somebody who appears to be his cousin, we think is a Mm -hmm, cousin or a family member, really going in on her for apparently allowing this to happen in some way and make some really curious comments about all that he's going through. We have the sound. Get away from me. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Hey, man, I'm protecting us no, now. No, get away what? from me. I'm protecting no, us no, now. Come back to your hand. Your hand. I am your family. I am your family. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Ain't no hand. No, no. Who was supposed to talk to her? Why did he just do that? What is wrong with him? Can you please call the cops? Wow, this is really heated. It's an unbelievably dark turn. We just saw him earlier that evening, right? Giving was, a kiss to his new girlfriend, Julia yeah, Fox, outside partying, of a club. Partying and now, with Madonna. Yeah, and just this really is the quickly, volatility. The, other, the male voice that you hear there, other than Kanye's, is, the guy filming? is somebody filming this um, who we don't know what the, whether that person had a relationship with the person seeking the autographs or whatever, just a, a paparazzo uh, who, who uh, was uh, filming Kanye at the time. But, but he but, has to be talking about going through his divorce, right? Yeah, like that's what like it all has. I mean, to he specifically back to, says he that said, I'm going through told. something, and yeah. like, what else could it possibly be? He, he, and like seeing Kim out with Pete, like this is not. Yeah, the emotions are raw. Obviously, yeah. he's going through something, but we have to remember this is also Kanye. I mean, Kanye battles these mental demons. He's talked openly about it, and although we've seen him on an upswing with Julia, lots of smiles, kisses outside of the club, this sort of escalating fun tit for tat with Kim and Pete. Uh, this is also who Kanye is, right? Kanye is a volatile sort of guy. And, well, we've seen and, him get in many fights before with autograph seekers, like at LAX, at all over the place. We've seen him like get into well, it. Yeah. What sparked this specifically, we're being told, is that the fan had asked Kanye for a photo and for an autograph, and at the time, Kanye said he's going through a lot with his divorce specifically, and then that's when everything sparked off, and he went in on. This but this guy. same autograph seeker was at Delilah, right, when we saw him leaving with Julia Fox. So like he was with he's, him throughout like the night. So I could see where Kanye would be like, "Get away from me! I've already like given you something." Right. But it's never of, right to punch someone. That's right. And part of the story I heard was that Kanye said, uh, "Look, I don't want pictures now." And the the paps outside of Delilah were respectful at that moment. If this guy then later disrespected that order, because. 
Kanye feels like he's allowed to sort of order people around, I could see him snapping. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting to a point where it seems like, and maybe it's okay justifying Kanye's, at least his anger towards this guy, towards a an aggressive guy seeking a photograph, seeking autographs. Is it somewhat, I mean, look, you're never supposed to hit anybody. We know that, right? Yeah. Okay, let's take that absolute. But it's okay to get really frustrated with somebody, and sometimes you just go a little nuts sometimes. It's understandable, except that Kanye's been famous for a very long time. So he's dealt with these types of aggressive graphers, these types of aggressive paths for a long time. You gotta learn by the way he's celebrity. He's done it in the exact same way, right? He Mm -hmm. he we we have video of him years ago punching a photog at LAX. He almost got in a fight with a stop sign. Remember that he ran into that he got so upset. When he whacked his head into that sign, it's because he was so angry with the paparazzi for shooting him early on in his wait a minute is that true? They yeah, they it. raised it. Yes. Well, Kanye's only like five, five and a half. Know, or something. Right? <laughs> might, might that thing was been on the floor. <laughs> but I love it. Kanye is getting out of Los Angeles. He's already going down to uh, Coachella to get ready for that and to work on Donda too. So he's like, I'm over it. Like the cops can contact yeah, me if they Because nobody want. will bother him in Palm Springs. No. Right, right, right. Well, you know. apparently it was planned because Kanye is like a genius. And we he even moved into the stadium when he was doing Donda and all that. And yeah. they had just announced that he was going to be headlining the mm-hmm. Sunday Sundays at Coachella for two weekends, obviously, in a row. And of course, he always has his Sunday service. The last time he did Sunday service at Coachella, he had like 50,000 people that came and like performed. So it's going to be insane. So any chance of this incident derailing any of that? I, I don't think so. I, think I mean, it, it looks on. bad. It looks bad. It could be a felony mm-hmm. because the guy is really injured. And so that could escalate this, this into a more serious yet? crime. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not the full extent. But he looks, he's laid out, man. I mean, he yeah. doesn't moving. look like he's faking so, it to me. But I do know he went to the hospital to get checked out yeah. after. Yeah. But even worst case scenario, if you punch somebody twice, assuming they don't have any sort of brain damage or certainly in mortal danger, He's not going to do any time. We can get rid of that. He may be arrested. He may be charged. He will then in- enter a plea bargain and just pay him money, pay money and be on probation and have to do some community service. That's about the worst that Kanye. Yeah, it reminds right. me, though, you, you run the risk every time you clock someone like that, that they hit them, they, they fall and hit themselves in just the wrong way, like that guy at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And it, it mm. becomes a much worse crime. It becomes a much worse scenario. Derek so really right. wants to say a thing we all learn in law school, which is you're responsible for your victim, even if they have an eggshell head. Yeah. So their head cracks for no reason. You're still responsible for Like Humpty victim. Dumpty? Like exactly. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Don't hit Humpty that's Dumpty. What, that's, yeah. right. that's the first thing you learn in law oh, school. I don't even that's know. So funny. I don't need to go to Look law school. Look at yeah. yeah. so uh, Speaking of really emotional situations, yes, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. He was at the Peppermint Club last night, and he said he actually got a text from Bob Saget but he never responded and he felt oh, really bad about that's it. That's gotta be such it a brutal It has to be so thing. bad. And he was like, you know, it just happens sometimes. You get caught up in the moment. You don't text people back. Oh, but I didn't see Bob coming. Man, he just texted me and I, and I saw the text yesterday and I never texted him back because I was just busy. Yeah, it happens. I'm just saying this to remind you that these moments are precious. That when I come out at night, I'm not just hanging out. I'm making memories. Bob Saget affected everyone. More and more stories keep coming out of all these different people that Bob Saget was so close with. Yeah, well, just is... in just in general, when somebody passes away, you immediately think of the last time you spoke with them, the last time you saw them, the last time you had a conversation with them. And so if that conversation 
is you not replying or not responding, that immediately makes you feel guilty and like makes you feel so sad. Like, oh, what if I did respond? Yeah. And you're so right. When you were watching the John Mayer and, and uh, Jeff Ross thing in their yeah. car, they, oh, were, yeah. they were, John Mayer was going out of his way to say like, I'm just one story about, about Bob Saget. There are millions of these because he was so generous and reached out to so many people. And told made them he everybody loved them every feel time. so special. Too. Yes. So I can see what Dave is sort of saying that if you didn't respond to that last time, it's, it's going to weigh but on you a little his bit. his sadness time. did not in any way get in the way of no, his comedy. It's about LGBT. <laughs> yes, we ha actually have sound. He made a. Uh, he was talking about that. What he will not be making fun of in 2022 anymore. The new me is not going to do any of those transphobic, bigoted jokes. Them... No, bro. And I'm going to tell you something else. I'm not in a battle with the transgender community. That's ridiculous. I do not blame the L's, the B's, the G's, or the T's. Blame the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's Dave typical Chappelle Dave so much. It to really pivot is. from something very offensive and then tag it with something even more offensive. That's but I actually do believe in that he won't do those jokes anymore because I feel like that was his stand-up in 2021 and Dave Chappelle's always changing it. So he wouldn't yes. stick he, to it anyway. And it was, it was literally called The Closure where he yeah. said, yes. I'm talking about this once and that's it. I'm laying He's like it all giving out himself right like a pat on the back and like, look, America, give me a pat on the yeah. back. I won't do it. But he wasn't going to do it anyway. But he so. wanted to make clear with the Jew joke that he's not stopping the LGTB, LGBTQ Q commentary yeah. because of the haters. He's doing it because he's a genius and he's going to move on to something better Ooh. and more offensive. That's, <laughs> no, no, that's exactly right. He's saying, I didn't, I'm not being bullied or cowed by their arguments. I'm just moving on because it's stale now. But is that good enough for the people who are upset? That's, no, what, I'm, that's what I'm genuinely not. curious. Like, he said this stuff and, I, you know, I love James Chappelle and, and I will move on and, and move on from it. But Oh, people, you'll move on? Oh, you'll move on? <laughs> were, you, were you hurt man, by man, it? Which <laughs> member of the community are you <laughs> that you know. need to move on from this? <laughs> I know. He's like, I forgive him. <laughs> but it, straight white men have been forgiving people yeah. for a long time. Yeah, exactly. it feels like though he's going to he's going to step into this role of polarizing comic for the rest of time, though, right? He's now no longer going to be Dave Chappelle, who everyone can love, right? Because he's not handling it in a way of like attrition or sort of uh, you know he's not contrite do about you, what he did. Do you think Dave Chappelle has lost? or gained fans as a result of this country. Certainly lost. Fans. Oh, no. I, I think he's the same There are some people he's going he has lost. He's cancel culture. But I feel people like he's right yes. where he was. So I he's think lost. he has lost some people, yeah. very, uh, very few, I think, and he has gained uh, a level of notoriety that even Dave oh. didn't have already. He is more famous now, which is unbelievable to think. He's more famous now than he was before. I think he's better off as a result of the controversy. I really do. But what is his next target? Like, I know. Makes you like, uh, I hope it's not like native, blonde there, female. Right? Yeah. 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 Someone is like sweating yeah. in their house. There's like, like Native Americans be... terrified oh, right no. now. Well, because he, I just saw on Instagram, he's coming to the Hollywood Bowl in April. So I'm trying to get my tickets for it because I'm like, I have that to see Dave Chappelle. That would be amazing. Portly, Courtney did not get lost. No, he's from Ohio. I got to support my Native Ohioan. You do. You are right, though, that seeing what he says next will drive ticket sales, right? nothing else. Everyone wants to go to the concert to see, go, go to the Hollywood Bowl and see who he sort of tags in his next, yeah. his next rant. Even but. if he picks something like super lame, like, oh, I'm going to go after dinosaurs next, I'd still go. Uh, I'll pick what he's going to go after. <laughs> he's going to go after uh, overweight people. 
It just feels you like so? it feels like that is the new taboo issue to be like everyone body positivity, and right. I think Dave will take that on, which he is hates those oh, which, which is good. up until five, six, seven years ago, it was okay to make jokes at the expense of overweight people. Yes, and now it's and not. And now oh, it is completely. Yeah. Compl- yeah. oh, Weight Watchers. Even doesn't had to it change feel like the it's very good. Victoria's yeah. Secret had to rebrand. There's no more. It is the sacred cow. What it was the sacred. Oh, It is though that trying to give him material. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Djokovic, the Joker, right? It's, it's bananas. The saga goes on, and now the an Australian immigration minister has said... You're not coming in. You're not coming in. So he's got another ruling against him. This is huge. His visa was canceled for a second time. He is still facing deportation. Uh, The Australian immigration minister, this guy named Alex Hawke, made the ruling and said it was in the public interest. This is how sort of officials speak. And they basically the the argument is he's saying, I look at all the facts before me and Australia has worked very hard on the pandemic and the the response to it. And we're not going to let one person jeopardize all of the efforts that we we made and the record before me about, uh, you know, what Djokovic did in the aftermath of getting COVID, that he was out at the children's event, looking at all the facts, they call it the totality of the circumstances, he says, I don't think he deserves to be here. So this is huge. It's this a remarkable guy is now statement. Remarkable. I'm not sure it would fly in this country for somebody without specifically pointing to rule or policy violations that happened on American soil, if it was America mm-hmm. on American soil, I don't think that an official could simply deny access based on the public good. I think you'd have, he would, Djokovic would then in that, in this country would go to court and get that overturned because there's no violation that Djokovic is accused of of uh, of American law, isn't that what he did the first time? He went to court right. and a judge ruled. So the he judge just did to, overturn it. So would he right. just have to like go through this whole entire process again? He's, he's going to go through it again. Here's the big wrinkle for me: is the clock's running out. The yeah, Australian the Open starts when on Monday. Monday. Yes, Monday. Monday. Oh my gosh, they need to. I feel I like feel this is like the longest like match ever. He's been there for so it long. Really, There's been drama really every day. Now, now something you can usually get, Jason knows, is you can get a stay pending appeal. So this ruling, you can have it put aside until you work out an appeal of it. I'm not sure in a public health context, whether you can get that and Djokovic can come play the Australian Open because public health is at stake. I don't know the Even answer to that or how Australia works. Even if a judge ruled in his favor? Well, a judge, one judge has ruled in his favor. Now an official has denied. Right. So the last thing is the denial. Uh, the, the, we know the prime minister does not like Djokovic, doesn't want him in the in the country. Right. So how does this play out? Can he get the stay? We, we don't really know because we're a little bit over, over our skis talking about procedure in Australia. We can only say that typically the, if this was here, it would be resolved over the weekend. You would have it go up through the appeals process quickly and some sort of an appellate judge would make a final ruling on this by Sunday. Right, an emergency ruling. An emergency come out of ruling and... because when you have, you know, there's 
tens of millions of dollars potentially at stake. There's all sorts of it's big issues that need to be resolved right away. We would handle it. My guess is Australia has the same procedure in place, uh, you know, very sophisticated legal system there. They know what they're doing. And they will somehow resolve this through an, a, an appeal to a judge. But to Courtney's point, we've already had a judge rule on this mm-hmm. once. I don't right. know what new wrinkle has been added that would cause – we know what why the public policy statement was made by the politician, but we don't know why a court would rule differently this time. I'm just so curious that let's say they say, okay, you messed up on many, many levels. You cannot play, Right. If you are a tennis player in this match, you want to play Djokovic because then that means, like, if you win, you are the best, right? No, Versus you want to win if, the tournament. But yeah. if he doesn't, <laughs> but if he's not get in over it, it, you didn't really, like, win but that. Yeah, you're like, everybody. there's an asterisk to But is right. that why yeah. they're doing all this? Because they know he's going to win and they don't want him to win. He's hated by people. He he's is. hated. He and I hated. feel like there, if he this is. was any other player, this would not be happening. So, so Well, no other player would have done this, right? I mean, that's first, <laughs> first of all. Secondly, he, he's disliked him? for a reason yeah. because he does stuff like this and he thinks he's above everybody else. And, you know, but the, but the truth is, yeah, he's nobody likes him. And he's on the verge of breaking Federer and Nadal's record for the most number of majors won. And those are two guys who are totally beloved. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of emotion behind keeping him out of this tournament. You think the prime minister is a big Roger fan? Just I, yeah, Roger yeah. I think every, everybody's <laughs> a Roger fan, right? <laughs> yeah, I, look, I think it's an open question. I, I have called that he's not going to play this tournament. That's you don't my, think so? That's my thought. Well, I, I would love to hear your guys' thought. The reason I say that is the prime minister has staked out this position and he runs the country. The prime minister is like, I don't want this guy, even though the court system is saying he can play. I think the prime minister is going to bigfoot it, maybe run out the clock with this sort of, you know, political stuff. And he's not going to get to play. I think he is going to play, but I think the drama is not going to end there. If he wins or if he loses, there's going to be some kind of narrative that attaches along to if he wins. It's going to be like, oh, he did a lot of things to get here that were like, you know, um, untruthful. And he's going to get a lot of heat for that. But then also, if he loses, people are going to say, well, he wasn't given like a fair advance. He wasn't given a fairness because he was, you know, stressed out about all these things that were happening to him. So so. there's asterisks on anybody's name who wins this tournament. If it's Djokovic or if it's not Djokovic. What do you think, Court, quick? Well, because why wouldn't he appeal? He's going to play. Play, play or no play? Play. Play. All play. right, So we'll three see. plays and one no play. God, I love being vulnerable. Right? I know. It's going to be so great. You're not going to be right They're though. not going to let this villain hold the trophy in, in Australia. Come on, guys. By the way, they speaking will. of... And it's uh, going to be awesome. Speaking of villains, not sure which one you guys think the villain is in the Spears family, but Brittany and her sister Jamie Lynn are going at it again. As you guys know, Jamie Lynn has a new book coming coming out called Things I Should Have Said. She, I will not be buying it. I cannot support Jamie Lynn. I already pre-ordered I it. <laughs> I can't wait. But um, so she did a sit-down interview for Nightline, talked about her sister Brittany, saying that she was like erratic, that at one point um, Jamie Lynn remembers being like held in a bathroom with Brittany and Brittany locked the door and was holding a knife and like all these crazy things about her sister. And Brittany has uh, come out with a statement saying that she felt like Jamie Lynn's just trying to sell books and said that for Jamie Lynn to say that she was out of control and erratic and all this, all this stuff, Jamie Lynn wasn't around enough. She's 10 years older than Jamie Lynn and Jamie Lynn has no grounds to be speaking on anything about her. And then also, it's what a charitable, coherent version of Britney's statement. I know. Way, I was going to say, uh, but you know what I love? Problem. It's Britney's also peppered in with like her saying that she's feeling sick. She has this like fever. She can't get her security to get her medicine. But it's 101 now because Sam got her well, Advil. Well, yeah. If, Let's if be any, honest. If, the statement was a mess. Guys. If any it's adult has 104 fever, you should immediately go to get yourself to the emergency yes. room because you don't want to. You're going to die. If anyone has 104 fever, children can get 104. You still should go to the hospital, but they live through it. 104 an adult. 
you're, you're going to cook. By the way, yeah. did anyone read cook. it and think she definitely has COVID? Yes, <laughs> I did. It crossed I was my like, mind. She's like, my body aches. No, like, I have a headache. I, 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 and then immediately thought that's the least of her problems. Yeah. 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 But, um, but Jamie she Lynn, also said that she, and I, I do believe it, that Britney Spears gave Jamie Lynn everything. She wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for Britney. And that's 100% true. Like, Jamie Lynn Spears is Jamie Lynn and got Zoe 101 because she's Britney Spears' sister. But how Spears far, does, how far, then you have to forgive dad Jamie a lot too because Britney doesn't achieve her success without Jamie. Just because you're- Britney so, really doesn't exist without Jamie. Well, yeah. Yeah. She hates what are you guys talking about? No, Jamie, Jamie wasn't in the Jamie picture wasn't at in all. all. No, no, Jamie no, made no, Britney. They no, the, the mom the did. did. No, Lynn Oh, oh, I, meant, I meant sort of physically made her. <laughs> oh, 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 He's half gross. of Britney Spears, guys. I mean, oh, in a, in why'd the, you have to get but, all weird uh, with it? I get, it's, his, it's his nature. I just know. a sperm donor. I, 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 guess, I guess the way I'm thinking about it is just because you rode somebody's coattails to get somewhere doesn't mean your opinion doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you can't have angst or anger or a, a sadness about that person. She can be mad at but Britney. But she keeps using her sister. Yeah, she does. Right. And now she's even using her again in this book. I, I you're absolutely like, right. She's using her to 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 sort of perpetuate or, or you know uh, prolong her own career, and that's okay, isn't it? I mean, we all do what we need to like do. Everyone to has make their money. own truth, is right. what you're saying. And, and also, yeah. uh, just to take her side a little bit, just, just think about what Jamie Lynn's uh, life has been. Yes, she was on the rise to stardom. She gets Zoe 101 riding Britney's coattails Britney when Britney was good. Pregnant? No, Britney didn't get her pregnant. That part of her <laughs> drama is her own drama. Yeah. But remember, Britney dragging the whole family in. You know. Her, her saga also turned the family into sort of a, a circus, right? And Jamie Lynn could have had just had a promising career from Disney star to movie star to singing star. But Britney's drama has also had a negative effect on her career. Yes, she can sell books and pivot and write stories negative, about the negative stuff. Positive. But her career could have... Yes, but her career could have just stayed positive if her sister, the very famous one, didn't go off the tracks. Do you, do you see what I'm saying, I Jason? Do. Okay, I so, so Britney hasn't been a net positive just because she's going to make money selling this book about Britney's drama. Well, Jamie her Lynn has still been in shambles. Jamie Lynn saw what Britney had said on her Instagram, and Jamie Lynn has responded. Um, and so she is now saying that she has tried to talk to Britney about these things privately, and is like so sad that Britney goes on social media and says all this stuff because now her and her family are getting horrible death threats. And she basically said, like, it's not her fault that she also has a Spears name, and she has like a story to tell as well. She sounds like it's true. She was born with the Spears name. What do you want her to do? <laughs> I mean, she can't, you can't pick your parents and your sister. I know. Right? Yeah, but I, you don't, I mean, I, I, I don't falter, but you don't have to comment on your sister's Yeah, true. The brother health. doesn't, right? I Brian definitely doesn't, think so there is a, just working in news, there's always two sides to every story. And sometimes it doesn't have to be one side is more truthful than the other. Sometimes it can meet somewhere in the middle. So I am looking forward to reading Jamie Lynn's book, even though I am... Technically, Team Brittany. I am looking. Technically, forward to <laughs> you are full throat of Team Brittany. Yeah. I am looking forward to seeing what she says and picking it apart. So let's move to something and picking fun. Picking it apart. Right? I love it already. This is so heavy. We've got guys uh, excluded oh. from the Australian Open, Brittany drama, all this Kanye stuff. Let's do something fun at the end. Olivia Culpo, who is one this of my favorite uh, followers, she is the the she's a model in her own right. She's also the girlfriend of Christian McCaffrey, one of the greatest NFL players currently. Right? right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she was getting on a plane. She was going on a on a little trip to Cabo with one of her girlfriends, who's also stunning looking. And her they, sister. They, that's her sister. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, I'm going, sorry. That was her girlfriend. Go, there's like a uh, it's a what a beautiful family. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a 
yeah. a beautiful family. It's a couple's trip. There's seven of them all going. Got yeah. it. So she's about to get on a, 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 a flight Airlines. on American Airlines, and her sister starts going live on Instagram or, or puts an Instagram story where she says, Olivia wasn't allowed to get on the flight because of what she's wearing. And Olivia mm-hmm. comes up from uh, in behind the video and shows what she's wearing, which is a... A bralette. A, a bralette, yes. Can, you, can uh, we not have Derek describe <laughs> I it? I know. He's yeah. sweating. She's basically... She's, <laughs> I know. He is sweating, like, sometimes, like, closing his eyes. I'm I like, know. You can feel eyes. my heat radiating. Yeah, basically. I don't want to feel she's, anything let's, in you. Let's, let's go to yeah. our fashion correspondent. Yeah. Charlie, what is she wearing? How so do you describe it? So she's got, like, a long sweater on, but underneath she's got a bralette, and then she's wearing, like, high-waisted shorts. They're, right? like, biker shorts, though, right? Biker shorts. Right. Yeah. I mean, does it matter what kind of shorts? And the shirt is open. Yes. It's an open, fully open. stomach. You can see her stomach. She's wearing a bra. The point and is, she's wearing biker shorts. The and point is, it's not an overtly sexy outfit like you would see in Las Vegas. It's it's not intended to be. She is overtly sexy because of who she is, but the outfit is almost sporty, right? I'm so yeah. curious. You would work though. out in an outfit like but that. But I understand. But, but they I they stop people before because you're showing too much skin, and she was doing it on top and it's, bottom. Uh, so so. The airlines have gotten a lot of criticism because there seems to be some body shaming that happens when sometimes it's it's women who are not in great shape who are coming on in small outfits getting kicked off planes. We've seen it many times. And the typical accusation is they're body shaming me because I'm a bigger person mm-hmm. and I'm wearing And if it was somebody skinny and hot, they wouldn't kick them off. So I actually think this is a, a strike back by the airline to say, look, Olivia Culpo, one of the hottest women in the world. And they knew that Beautiful. she would post it online. And they knew they'd post it online. <laughs> but, but I think that they this was a good moment where they actually treated somebody smoking hot Fairly, and so therefore, in turn, they're treating the people that are not quite as beautiful fairly. Well, it's interesting you say that because another woman comes up in the video who is wearing a very similar outfit. It's it's, it's long, it's long pants, but it's also lots of midriff showing. Looks sort of sporty, and she is allowed on the plane, and she's taking Olivia's side. She's like, "Look, girl, I'm I'm getting on the plane like Mm -hmm. this, and they're not letting you." Well, here's what I want to clear up because usually when uh, airlines tell you you can't get on, you have to change your clothes. It's because you are part of like the buddy system. You guys know when like there's a um, like a stewardess and or not stewardess what flight attendant flight, flight attendant when she like can have family or friends like fly for free like mm-hmm. basically there is a dress code associated with that you have to do like sure. business attire so usually the people that get rejected are part of that group and they are supposed to be in business. This attire, wasn't her. She had a first class ticket. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this was not her at all. But Christian had to give her her sweatshirt and yeah, they were I able to get her on the plane. He's a good boyfriend. He's and then he's on the plane with his arms free- pulled into yeah, his shirt. Yeah, he looks yeah. so freezing cold, cold like on the plane, but. They Planes made it to Cabo. Freezing. Their hotel looks amazing. And this is, they already went out last night and they got so drunk. And I was so jealous that they're in Cabo having the best time ever. It, it is well. good to be rich, young, I know. and beautiful. By the way, God, they are a I, know. Couple, yeah. I can't believe she wore this to the airline. When I come on like a flight, I am in full sweatshirt, long sleeve under that, t-shirt under that. But you're going to Cabo. Pants. You know when you get off, you're going to be sweating when you get off. You can all take it off. Layers, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney gets kicked off planes from other All right, everybody, thanks very much for joining us for the TMZ Podcast. Yeah, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get podcasts. We're also on YouTube. YouTube. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.